0: Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Ashley Elysian Speaks. I hope everybody is doing really, really good this evening. So today I was guided to do an episode on PTSD, all right? And PTSD is post-traumatic stress disorder, all right? This disorder can be caused by serious accidents, physical or sexual assault, abuse, including childhood or domestic abuse. It can be caused by exposure to traumatic events at work, including remote exposure. Okay, even health issues, childbirth experiences, um, such as losing a baby, and hell, even reality itself can cause PTSD. (laughs) But yes, there's techniques that can help those of us that deal with PTSD, myself included, which is why I decided to talk about the information that I'm going to go over today. So I'm going to go over some ways that can decrease and reverse symptoms of PTSD, and they're also scientifically proven to work, all right? But I think it's important to understand PTSD a little more. So from a neurological standpoint, post-traumatic stress isn't a disorder. It's a reordering of your neural networks and pathways and your sensory pathways so that you can survive in a dangerous situation. So it's like flight or fight. And when situations like the ones I stated a second ago happen, it encodes in us. The energy of that traumatic event stores in our body's tissues, primarily the muscles and fascia. The fascia is made up of connective tissue found below the skin. These tissues attach, stabilize, impart strength, maintain vessel patency, separate muscles, and enclose different organs. The stored trauma typically leads to pain and progressively erodes a body's health. See, emotions are like vehicles the body relies on to find balance after trauma. Not only that, there's also somatic memory or body memory, which is a theory that traumatic memories can be stored in our cells outside the brain, which is referred to as neuronal memory allocation the storage of memories. So our cells have memory, and this memory is durable. So even if your conscious mind doesn't remember something, your body definitely does, down to the cellular level. And cell memories have an impact on everything, from the expression of our genes, the physical functioning of the body, our actions, thoughts, and emotions. The theory of store cell memory states that memories as well as personality traits aren't just stored in the brain, but in our hearts as well. So all this is important to be aware of in terms of how PTSD can affect our brain, heart, and bodies. So if it's stored in our bodies, it can definitely manifest. Okay? And trauma can manifest in our bodies in the form of exhaustion, confusion, sadness, anxiety, agitation, numbness, physical arousal, blunted effect, and disassociation. Emotional trauma can cause long-term and physical health problems. Trauma survivors are three times more likely to deal with IBS, chronic pain fibromyalgia, and chronic fatigue syndrome. And there are five stages of trauma as well, which are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. But the recovery can involve going through the process of grief in different ways. So, some important ways to survive trauma is to give yourself time. Because healing won't happen overnight, and that's okay. But allow yourself to feel those feelings. And this part won't be easy, but it's a way for you to be aware of your emotions. Because, see, some survivors may have strong emotions or physical reactions, including outbursts. They may pull away due to fear or being unable to predict their own reactions or to protect their own safety and that of others. One great well-established treatment is exposure therapy. It requires the person to focus and describe the details of a traumatic experience. The technique can help people overcome fears and anxieties by breaking the pattern of fear and avoidance. Also, when you're dealing with symptoms of PTSD, it's so important to pay attention to your self-care. So remember to take care of yourself. And one way to take care of yourself is to meditate. And one great meditation is transcendental meditation. Okay, this helps reduce or even reverse symptoms of PTSD. So what is it? It's a technique for avoiding distracting thoughts and promoting a state of relaxed awareness. So while meditating, the person sits in a comfortable position with their eyes closed and silently repeats a mantra. And one well-known mantra for this particular meditation is Aham Prima. This mantra helps beginners achieve a state of deeper reflection and a connection to the sanctity of love. Also, it makes the heart, spirit, and mind more calmful and peaceful. And yes, this can be learned on your own. Okay, another mindfulness technique for PTSD is MBSR, which is short for Mindfulness Based Stress Reduction, which is another meditation therapy used for stress management. Okay, it's used for a variety of illnesses such as depression, anxiety, chronic pain, cancer, diabetes, hypertension, and immune disorders. Um, And I think uh, some skin issues as well. But how you do it is, you sit quietly, bring awareness to your body, relaxing each muscle as you go. Bring your heart and see what emotions are there. Pay attention to your thoughts and try to reserve judgment. Okay. And then there's also MBCT, which is short for mindfulness based cognitive therapy. And this combines cognitive behavioral techniques with mindfulness strategies, which means this teaches people to consciously pay attention to their thoughts and feelings without placing any judgment on them. These meditations are thought to target several core features of PTSD, including avoidance, hyperarousal, emotional numbing, negative emotions such as shame, guilt, and disassociation. So those are just a few techniques, but there are more mindfulness meditations that you can do. So I encourage you to do your own research and find what works best for you. But let's continue. Okay, so another great way to take care of yourself when dealing with post-traumatic stress disorder is to stay active. In one study, adults with PTSD did a 12-week exercise program that included three 30-minute resistant training sessions a week, as well as walking. All right, this was found to lead to a significant decrease in PTSD symptoms and depression, and it offered better sleep quality. And also, another good thing to do is journaling, okay? It's a great way to express your thoughts and feelings. Also referred to as expressive writing. Another thing that you can do is get a service dog, all right? The benefit of having a service dog is that they're trained to calm someone that's having an anxiety or panic attack. Therapy dogs can even prevent future issues like substance abuse, all right? It's crucial for individuals suffering from PTSD to have emotional support, all right? Another good thing to do when you need emotional support is to reach out and talk to someone. Someone you can confide in, or you can go to a group for PTSD, or you can call a free helpline, or you can DM me on Instagram because... You can always vent to me, and I'm always willing to listen, um, write back, and and give advice, okay? Um, But moving on, (laughs) Um, it's also very important for you to set boundaries. People struggling with post-traumatic stress can struggle with feelings of self-worth, low self-worth, I mean. Okay, so setting boundaries are important because they will challenge the negative opinions trauma survivors have about themselves. Often, trauma survivors will feel like they don't deserve to be respected or valued. And boundaries are are crucial for any healthy relationship, okay? Because having clear boundaries in any relationship allows a person to care for themselves psychologically. And that's not selfish. It's essential for a person's well-being. Another great thing you can do is to find a creative outlet. Okay? That's another healthy way to deal with PTSD because it can help to focus the mind. A creative outlet can even be compared to meditation due to its calming effects on the brain and the body. So doing something creative releases dopamine, which is a natural antidepressant, okay? But also, being creative offers the power of choice and decisions, which helps people to tap back into their personalities and sharpen their senses. And having creative um, outlets have been scientifically proven to help um, people to get over trauma. And you can build a support group. You can try aromatherapy. And of course, you can seek counseling if you want. And the last thing I want to say is to tell yourself the truth. All right. You do this by taking responsibility for your own actions and your recovery. Doing this means that you're willing to dig in and look at where your choices and relationships have their origins, which is very important because we can only change and heal ourselves and we can only control ourselves as well. So instead of holding all that trauma in our bodies, you know, I think it's important that we release it. We find ways that work for us that help us to calm our mind, bodies and hearts, um, yeah, so I really hope that this episode helped. I hope that the things I mentioned in today's episode can do you some good. Um I've been practicing some of these techniques and they work really good for me. Um, so yeah, like I said, I hope that this helps. I hope that you got some valuable information out of this episode, and um, you can definitely follow me on Instagram at Ashley Elysian. And um, yeah. Until next time, be brave and have faith. Peace.